This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, I want to turn your attention right now, though, to the question of human life expectancy. Is there an upper limit to it? I mean, right now, I guess technically we could say 122 is the upper limit because that's the oldest known living person we have or had. Uh, She died, I think, about 20 years ago. Uh, Some have come close to that. But is there any reason why it couldn't be higher? Now, there's some research recently that suggested, you know, there was kind of a biological barrier there. But some new research out this month is countering that, suggesting the opposite. So I want to explore this in a little more detail. Joining us on the line is Brian Hughes. He's a postdoctoral fellow at McGill University uh, and co-author of this study. Brian, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you. All right. So I guess the, the commentary you were involved in, or the piece you wrote, that was in response to some research that was published uh, a couple of years ago. Is that right? Uh, late last year. Or last year. And, and that research suggested that the maximum human lifespan, or the biological barrier, as it were, was 115, right? Yes. Well, their, their claim wasn't that we would all drop dead at 150, right. which is obviously not likely, but uh, more that at about the age of 115, uh, the idea is that so many things would be going wrong that medical science wouldn't be able to help us. How do we go about yeah. determining that in the first place? So they followed several approaches, and uh, the approach which I was critical of uh, and other other research groups are critical of their, their other approaches, but uh, they looked at uh, the maximum recorded age of death over a 40-year period, and uh, they found that over the first 30 years, say from 1968 to 1994, they saw a trend for every year the uh, the maximum recorded age of death, the oldest person that died in this year, was they, they were getting older. But in the period uh, 1995 to 2006, they said they found that it sort of stabilized at around 115 years, like you said. And based on that 11-year uh, period, they decided that there is a they, they decided this uh, supported their conclusions that there was a, a maximum threshold for human lifespan around 115 years. All right. So you've come back, though, with some different findings. Yes. Well, we reanalyzed the data and we, we questioned some of the, the approaches they did. Uh, in part, we showed that you could look at the data in different ways instead of separating this final 11-year period where uh, maximum recorded age of death was averaging 115. Uh, You could just look at it as a whole. And we said there is no reason why this one particular age period or time period would be uh, representative. And when you do this, you can can basically plot a line through all this uh, aging data, lifespan data that we have uh, into the future and depending on the assumptions that you make, you could say that maximum lifespan could continue to increase. Uh, it could continue to increase indefinitely. It could continue to increase up to uh, a limit, uh, say, 120, 125, uh, or it could say stable. The problem is we don't know which of these assumptions is true. And uh, we, at this point, we simply cannot uh, say what will happen in the future. Well, and that's interesting because, I mean, we could go back a thousand years or 10,000 years. I mean, human lifespan has obviously changed throughout human existence, hasn't it? 
Yes, it certainly has. And uh, of course, the what we're talking about here isn't average lifespan, which which will affect most of us. Most yeah. of us will live to the average lifespan, plus or minus a few years. We're talking about the absolute maximum lifespan. And unfortunately, um, this depends on good record keeping because you need to know for specific individuals exactly when they were born. And unfortunately, uh, these sort of uh, detailed records, uh, they don't go back very far in time. That's why this group was only able to start looking at the oldest people in the, the late 60s because um, 100, 110, 120 years before that, the records simply weren't available. So really, it, most people would not have lived that long in prehistoric times or even a few centuries ago, but we really don't know. It's possible that some people might have lived a very long time. Well, what about the question of what's possible through medical technology? I mean, there are many who believe that, that aging is not inevitable. Aging is, is a disease like any other that, that could perhaps one day be defeated. If we're able to stop cell damage and cell decay, isn't it conceivable we could live hundreds of years? Uh, well, anything is conceivable. Uh, the, the question is, um, will it happen? And uh, certainly the, the medical advances that we've had have been very, uh, they're very incremental. Every few years, average life expectancy ticks up a notch. I believe that someone bored nowadays in Canada will have an average lifespan in the mid-80s. Um, and in a few years, it will it'll be hopefully be a little bit higher. Um, whether or not uh, medical interventions will, will keep uh, improving at a consistent rate, we simply don't know. Uh, there, As I said, uh, many things are going wrong as you get older. Obviously, um, you might develop heart disease in your 60s. Uh, you might develop diabetes. Yeah. Uh, and all these things could uh, interact in a way that... Uh, makes it so much harder to treat and are it's possible that our current treatments we're we're dealing with the, the easier problems but the, as you get extremely old um, of course people die uh, they talk about old age dying, dying of old age rather than a specific disease yeah and uh, we don't actually know what causes aging it might there might be a specific aging process, something molecular happening in our cells. It might be accumulation of all these diseases. We simply don't know. So uh, I'm sorry. There's uh, <laughs> many unanswered questions, and yeah, that really we're is trying to find out. Yes, but in terms then of the link between average lifespan and maximum lifespan, I mean, the more super centenarians we have, I guess that that will pull up the average. But I mean, is there a connection that as the the average lifespan goes up, does the maximum lifespan go up as well? Well, that's the question. That's what we would like to know. Uh, certainly, it seems that average lifespan, it's quite easy to measure because there's a lot of people to measure, and we mm -hmm. know that it goes up. The problem with these supercentenarians, I shouldn't say it's a problem with them, but it's a problem studying them, is that there's so, so few of them. Uh, they're so rare. Uh, it's incredibly rare to live past 110. Uh, the, the longest known, uh, the longest living person known uh, up to 122 years. There is only one of her in the entire history, recorded history of the human race. So that's the open question. We really don't know how this, this absolute maximum human lifespan relates to average human lifespan. Is there anything we can learn from these, these rare examples? Does, is there something special and unique about them, or is it just, is it just chance? I wouldn't say that it's chance. These individuals, uh, 
one thing, they, most of them have been healthy for most of their lives. Right. Uh, so if you're worried about living a long life and you say, well, that would be terrible if I'm sick mm-hmm. that entire time, that's usually not the case. Most of these individuals live lives, live long, and it's probably because they've been healthy. And this could be the combination of uh, good, good genetics, so they don't have any susceptibility to diseases. Obviously, if you're genetically susceptible to heart disease and you develop it in your 60s, you're less likely to live to 120 years old. Um, So we could study these people to get clues to uh, why they live so long. And we do do this, not necessarily with these super centenarians, because there's so few of them, but with people who live to more modest ages, like 100, we we do look at their genetics to try and understand uh, why exactly they might live long and how we can uh, maybe extrapolate from that and develop maybe drugs or treatments which could uh, help us sort of uh, mimic that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, average. It, right. Which, you know, obviously, I mean, look, that, that in, in turn raises all kinds of questions. As you say, do people want to live that long? What kind of challenges does it present for society if people are living uh, to 120 years old, right? I mean, there, there are some big questions here, Absolutely. but it's also Absolutely. it's also important knowing, isn't it? Yes, and uh, certainly if you if you look at the media and interviews with many of these uh, super centenarians, they seem quite happy and quite chatty, and and this might be important. This might be one of the reasons why they've lived so long, a, a positive attitude. Um, of course, it's also possible that uh, if you live that long and you're not friendly and chatty, you might never do um, <laughs> interviews with the press. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Well, I mean, it calls to mind, I just saw some coverage recently, there's a World War II veteran uh, down in Texas who just turned 111. He still lives uh, on his own in, in his house. He's he's out constantly. He seems uh, very healthy. He's certainly very, very cogent and coherent. And it's, you know, it's, I mean, it's remarkable enough that, that anybody is that old, but to be in that kind of shape at that age, it's, I mean, it's fascinating. Yes, it's extremely remarkable. And uh, we, we would love to know what exactly... Uh, what exactly the factors that allow them to live, too long, live so long. Uh, certainly, uh, like if you listen to your doctor, they will tell you to live a, 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 a healthy lifestyle. We all know what that is, healthy eating, exercise, don't smoke, don't drink to excess. Uh, we know that some of these very old people, they do have a history of smoking, but um, the question is maybe if they... If they didn't smoke, maybe they would have lived even longer. Yeah, who knows? Well, it's fascinating research, Brian. Uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate this. Thank you. There you go. That's Brian Hughes of McGill University, uh, co-author of this new research published in Nature, on uh, the question of whether it is a biological barrier. But, I mean, quality of life is a big thing. And uh, I think that would be not a pleasant thought. That you really just, you're not, you don't have any real quality of life. Uh, you know, someone texted earlier, said you want an extra five years if you got to rely on someone to change your diapers, right? But we mentioned uh, the story of Richard Overton. Story, a profile of him uh, recently in the Dallas News. The headline at age 111, America's oldest veteran is still smoking cigars, drinking whiskey, and loving life. And we talked about him, he just had his birthday recently. It says Richard Overton is right where he wants to be, sitting in a lawn chair on the front porch of the Austin home he built nearly 70 years ago, working on his fifth Tampa Sweet Cigar on a 91-degree sunny day. Smooth tunes of the Osley Brothers flow from a portable speaker. Birds are chirping in the late afternoon breeze. I'm feeling pretty good today, Overton says, emphasizing the word pretty. 
as any day spent on his porch smoking cigars is a pretty good day for this 111-year-old. 111. The previous week, Overton was wearing a hospital gown. He spent those sunny days stuck in a hospital bed with a 102-degree fever in a non-smoking room, hooked to an IV as his body tried to fight off the latest bout of pneumonia. Overton prayed and flirted with the nurses. Four days later, he was back where he wanted to be, on his stage with the birds and his cigars. Life has slowed year by year for the lifelong Austin resident. He was once a soldier in the U.S. military, arriving by ship at Pearl Harbor in his segregated unit as black smoke filled the sky moments after the Japanese bombing. On returning from the war, he spent the bulk of his career working at furniture stores, then at the Texas Department of Treasury. He was a marksman with a keen eye for hunting rabbits. But now he says, I just sit out here and rest. Overson starts his mornings as early as 3 a.m., drinking two to four cups of coffee. He'll walk around his house to increase blood flow to his limbs and smoke his first of 12 daily cigars. If he can, he'll fall back, uh, fall back asleep. But every day he's eager for the sun and the neighborhood to rise. He's been married twice, never had kids. He's outlived all of his closest relatives. Still living in that house. He has two caregivers who work 12-hour shifts each day. They make him grits with a glass of milk for breakfast, anything from chicken to meatloaf to fried catfish for lunch and dinner. He also try to keep track of his visitors because people stop by all the time. On his 111th birthday, the town renamed his street Richard Overton Avenue. Some 200 people came up for the party on his front lawn, lining up to take a photo with Overton. Then he brought gifts like fancy cigars and bottles of whiskey. And that is his drink of choice, whiskey and Coke. When his caretakers are pouring, it's always more Coke than whiskey. So, I mean, it's, yeah, he's such a fascinating case study on what, you know, life could be like at that age. And even just getting to that age. When he was 106, he had renewed his driver's license. He was still driving up until that point. He no longer is. Right? There's barely anybody who's that old to begin with. But the fact that he's still driving around at 106 years old. So, yeah, if I could have a life like that, I wouldn't mind 111 at all. But that's the exception. So is it something we really want? That's an interesting question, isn't it? 974-TALK, 974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.